It looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? You want an abortion? Get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another episode of We the People Radio. I'm your host, as always, James, and joining me is none other than the right wing cigar king, my man, Alan Jacoby. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How you doing? What you stupid fuck. Is happening? Well, I don't know. I guess Rumble's down. We're, we're, yeah, Rumble's completely crashed. Seems like the uh, whole the whole platform is is just shit to bed. Yep, there's there is no Rumble. You can't. So that clearly has to do. With Donnie's address, after well, imagining that it might be so many people trying to get onto it. I mean, I was I was just on it, and his feed alone had eighty thousand something watching, and then something else had like another hundred and something thousand. I it just I, I it, it looks like from it looks like they have a server down. We're it's, not on my it's very possible whether it's from an overload of people coming on or whether it's very deliberate by these the establishment cucks. We we aren't sure right now. But it is very odd, I and mean, we've been using Rumble for how long, and we've never had an issue like this before, ever, uh, as no. far as the actual platform just shutting the fuck down. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about today, Alan. I mean, we missed a whole week. We covered a little bit over on over the, the weekend when we joined uh, Two Doom Men, and we actually met in person. We did. It's pretty fucking cool. You are, uh, as you are uglier in person than you are on, on screen. Not only are you ugly, but you also have it incredibly small hands i was gonna try to make to get, make a meme today but i failed because i was so busy getting getting ready not that small i mean you ever see you ever see always sunny in philadelphia yeah it's a good show you know the guy the uh, uncle jack with the hands 
Uncle Jack. The, the lawyer, the lawyer who's who's a lawyer and he oh, puts yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. Over hands. Yeah. I was gonna put I was gonna put your face on him. And uh <laughs> Nobody look! Nobody look! <laughs> you know, this is that this is really frustrating because we're not on Rumble, we're not on my Facebook, we're barely streaming on anything, and now we have more technical di- difficulties. You, your, your streaming was working great, and now it's just, it's like nothing is going right. I am not happy right now at all, everybody. I am not happy. Well, you've had a long fucking day, dude. You've been going since what time this morning? I was in Lower Manhattan at 9.30. I had to get into Lower Manhattan. Then we were dealing with traffic. And all in all, it was it was, it was was decent. You know, I went to, it was down by the courthouse and uh, with the New York Young Republican Club, and... um. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jack Posobiec, all those, a bunch of other people. But um, Anthony Sabatini from Florida. What's that? I said knee pads and uh, old Jack Cuck. Yeah, yeah. Marjorie Taylor knee pads was there. Yeah, she was. She 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 talked for about seven minutes, eight minutes. She had to get out of there because the mob was ridiculous. Uh, Congressman George Santos had shown up, and he really couldn't stay because. I want to bring up a video and a little bit of him there because I have a video of him how how crazy it was for him at, at that yeah, event. I, uh, I was I was texting with him earlier and because he he I you know he had heard I was there I was I was there and we, we missed each other and I saw some of the video and I'm like yeah it was it was completely uh, a disaster and I went there with his uh, operations <laughs> director Vish Burra who was there also a member of the Young Republican Club and uh, but it was it was wild. Listen, there was probably the Young Republican Club was able to muster about 500 people there. Then you had the press, and there wasn't really like any tension in the air. There was a lot of counter protesters. They probably had, you know, maybe between three and 500 also on the other side of the park. They had like the park separated right in front of the courthouse. And um, throughout the day, huge police presence. Throughout the day, there was, you could tell there was some infiltrators. Um, that had made it onto the side of where the Trump supporters were. And they were kind of doing like this, this edge around, like if people were in a swimming pool, making a whirlpool, just kind of taking pictures. I'm pretty sure I'm on the an Antifa list by now because uh, there was some, they were taking some pictures of me with, and some other people, just these, just these random people. That's what you saw some people with uh, an old, like Trump 2020 hat that looked like they bought at a thrift shop. And they were wearing a mask and black boots. Yeah, like, yeah, you're not a Trump supporter. And then I was there with uh, this guy, Leroy News. He's virtual uh, virtual news of, I'm sorry, viral news, NYC on Twitter. And uh, he, he breaks a lot of stories. He interviewed me there. And he, he ended up actually got assaulted. There's a viral video going around. He got assaulted by a CBS camera uh, um, cameraman uh, over nonsense. And... He had pointed out, he had broken a story, I think, back in February of uh, Antifa infiltrators that were dressed up as Trump supporters at January 6th. And there was this one woman who tried to uh, interview me, and she was that person. He was like, oh, this is this is the lady that um, – this is the lady that dressed up in Trump gear with her and her, like, you know, a dozen friends at January 6th at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. So uh, – yeah, that conversation didn't last long. Of course not. Halfway oh, through, the, I, I saw the um, the uh, the crowd changing, and I was like, "Hey, you know what? It's time to." Uh, Rumble is live, by the way. Rumble is back up. We're we're going live. It is streaming. Your channel should be up as well, because uh, mine is. And 
uh, we're good to go. Um, but yeah, we have we we, we I want to I want to get into uh, what else you saw and what else happened while you were there. You were you were on the front lines with some pretty heavy hitters uh, fighting for Don Donnie. Uh, you could tell Donnie was not worried at all. Like this guy was just cool, calm, and collected the entire time. And you could see him in the in the photos in his courtroom. Uh, he was just relaxing. Uh, even when he walked out, uh, he 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 didn't seem like he was very flustered or or bothered by any of this. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of news circulating going around uh, around this case about the judge's daughter, about the the Ninth Circuit Court, so many other things. We're gonna play a game of I Spy Alan Jacoby at some point today. Um, and <laughs> I, was, I, I was hiding in the back. I was trying to stay uh, incognito. And then uh, we're we're also gonna get into the Restrict Act, which I, I I'm really interested to get into because, uh, like we said on Saturday's show, it is a Trojan horse, and uh, there's a lot going on and stuffed into that bill that uh, would be terrible for us patriots who are fighting this in, in this information war with the censorship and things that go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it would make it virtually make us like uh, uh, communist China if this goes through. Uh, and we'll get into the details of all of that. But before we get into that, I just want to shout out our sponsors, My Patriot Cigars, the number one cigars on the market. These things are unbelievable. Alan gifted us some cigars while we met in person. Uh, he brought a whole box for everybody to share. I got to take some home with me. I got I got to smoke some on the golf course on Sunday. It was a great fucking weekend visiting friends and family. But these cigars are unbelievable. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Code WPRUSA, get 15% off your order. Um, everywhere Alan goes wearing a My Page cigar, you were, you were asked a thousand questions about these cigars. There is clearly a buzz around these things. Everybody wants to get their hands on them. I saw uh, the man the man who supposedly killed uh, uh, Osama, uh, 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 Osama bin Laden. Oh, Rob O'Neill, a Navy SEAL, yeah. Shot yep, he, he, in the he, face. He, he was he was smoking them if that was truly Osama bin Laden if it wasn't his double but uh, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother rabbit hole but still true patriot one of the few surviving uh, members of that seal team that took out Osama bin Laden the rest of them died in helicopter crashes in mysterious ways um, but again it's pretty cool to see the buzz around these cigars in the patriot community people want to get their hands on them and everybody who does they absolutely love them even New York Times reporters have yeah. nothing bad to say about these cigars. So go to mypatriotcigars.com, code WPRUSA, or 15% off your order. Get a sample pack, try one of each, or, or if you know the type of cigar that you like, order a whole box. Every box, you get a $10 e-gift card. So go to mypatriotcigars.com, code WPRUSA. Can't forget our friends at Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com. Number one topical in the game, 21-time Cannabis Cup Award winning. It won 21 Cannabis Cups for a reason. This stuff really works. It's the best pain cream I've ever used. The summer's coming. I'll be bathing in the natural sensi because I live in sunny Las Vegas and I get burnt all the, all the time. And this stops blistering and peeling. It's it's truly a, it's a miracle cream. I've never seen anything like that. I've tried everything from Aloe and everything. Go to uh, kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA, or great1776 for 15% off your order. And last but not least, our good friends at Sirius CBD. Go to Sirius Get SeriousCBD.com code. Uh, I don't even know what the code is right now because there was a big 50% off for Justin's birthday. Maybe Justin uh, is still going for 50% off for his birthday. If not, WPR USA should get you at least 15% off. Go to GetSeriousCBD.com. Get the number one CBD on the planet. Me and Marley Dog take it every single day. Now that that's you, out of the way. You, you, have, you, you have Rumble up. Yeah, my Rumble's up. It's live. I, it's, I it's going. Even, I, I can't even, I can't even and, bring the website up. And, uh, 
and the phone app is like dead. It says you're streaming, so it's it's going through Rumble whether they can't. That's crazy. Whether they, whether they can get on there. If you're on, if you're on my Rumble, I I can't see anything for whatever reason. It will not let me bring up the Rumble. And and, and Alan's Facebook is down. My man Ziploc sending the Kyle Rittenhouse cheers meme. What's going on, brother? Up at the Foxhole chat. Um, but today was a a very sad day in American history. Very dangerous day in American history. <laughs> And uh, I don't find it to be a coincidence, Alan, that uh, he was indicted on, I believe, the 42nd anniversary of Reagan's assassination attempt. Oh, yeah. When was the the actual indictment day? Was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. And then and then the the arrest, the official arrest today, today was on the 55th anniversary of the assassination. Yeah, so the 42nd anniversary of Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt and the arraignment occurred on the 55th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King, (laughs) which we know the FBI and the CIA are involved in. The family, the the, the King family sued the federal government and won in civil court, proving that the the, the FBI was involved in his murder. And, you know, it's just a coincidence, Alan. I I, I tend not to believe in coincidences, but this is what's going on. And I I, want to open up the show just to remind everybody why they're doing this, why they hate this man so much. Like it's insane to me and and it's backfiring big time. It really is. You see people and I'm sure Alan, you you, you were talking to me off air before on the phone, running into people that, you know, we're telling you they hated Donald Trump. They never liked the guy, but this is, they, 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 they're in agreement that this is not a good move. This is bad. And, uh, is not good for America. And if they could do this to a former president, they can do this to anybody. But so people are seeing that. And, uh, this is a great video. Just a quick reminder of why they're doing what they're doing. <clears throat> now we just need volume. Oh, hold on. Let's do this. Let's try this. Everyone's in on a great reset. Well, almost everyone. There's one guy who's got the power to do something to stop it, and you know exactly where I'm going. And they made a mistake. They tried to get Trump on their side, so they invited Donald Trump to Davos, I think a couple of times. But in January, when Donald Trump, I think, really began to see the beast that he was up against, he went to Davos, yeah, to the World Economic Forum, and he stuck a mega finger in their eye. We're committed to conserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. But to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country. Two days after Donald Trump gave that speech, the 89-year-old leftist weirdo billionaire George Soros made an emergency intervention where, at Davos once again, warning that the U.S. 2020 election will determine the, quote, fate of the whole world. Now, in the context of Davos, take a look at this one more time. This is a month after Donald Trump addressed 
Davos and stuck the MAGA finger in their face. Here's what Francis, the Vatican, and Jeffrey Sachs had to say in response. And it is a dangerous country right now. It will be absolutely dangerous if Trump wins re-election. Trump wins re-election. Trump wins re-election. Francis invited this guy to the to the Amazon Senate as an honored guest and advisor. He's also Bernie Sanders' advisor. What's he doing in the Vatican? Why is this guy who's a promoter for socialist, out-and-out out socialist, Bernie Sanders, what's he doing advising the Pope? Why does he have entree to the Vatican, friends? Sachs supports abortion and contraception, but that's not a problem for the Vatican. For the Vatican, for Pope Francis, and for his friends at the U.N., Donald Trump is the problem, obviously, friends. Clearly, I consider the Trump administration a danger to the world, but I regard it as a purely temporary phenomenon that will disappear in 2020. Do you get it? Do you see why there's so much hate for Trump? Because with all of his faults, again, he's the capitalist. He's not the globalist. He never will be one of them. Mm -hmm. which is why he pulled the United States out of the Paris Climate Agreement. Donald Trump pulled the United States out of the World Health Organization. That's Bill Gates and company. And now he's threatening to pull the United States out of the World Trade Organization. People say, yeah, well, Donald Trump got married twice. He's a bad guy. Really? <laughs> he's right in the face of the demons on this, friends. Nobody ever said he was a saint. He's knocking the sacred cows of the United Nations down all over the world right now. The General Assembly routinely votes 185 against the United States on almost everything right now. And you remember, speaking of the United Nations, in November of 2019, again, right before COVID landed, Trump went to the UN on the floor of the General Assembly, and he declared war on globalism. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. You get fucked, the UN. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. And shortly after the speech at the UN, Donald Trump delivered, what do you think happened? The coronavirus was unleashed on the world and Trump's booming US economy went on life support. Do you think that was an accident? Oh. So when they tell you and they tell all of us to stay home, wear your mask so grandma doesn't get sick. Please understand what's really going on here. They don't care about your grandmother. They don't care about old people, these people. They don't care about babies. They want them aborted so that they can save the common home. Abort babies, millions of them all over the world. They don't care about babies. They don't care about old people. In fact, if you want to save your grandma, tell the globalists to stay the hell away from her. You remember how some of them, like Cuomo and characters like this, were running COVID recovering patients through nursing homes? That's how much they care about grandma. And the name of the game now is to bring the United States economy to its knees, get it out of the way, so that everyone will want the Great Reset. Make the new normal so intolerably abnormal that even you and I, maybe, you know, at some point in the near future, we'll be begging for the vaccines because we'll be driven crazy by that point. Begging or whatever else is going to keep us safe according to our jailers and our handlers and our zookeepers. You see, that's what they want. That's why they keep using this term new normal. And what we do to fight back, go to work.
go back to school. If you're healthy, take off the mask. And for heaven's sake, go back to church and pray that Trump wins in November. That's what the reset was. That's what the Russia hoax was all about. That's what that's what the, the uh, impeachment hoax was all about. Don't you see? For four years, I've been trying to stop this man, because if he strengthens America, if he makes it great again, if he brings the economy back again, the reset won't happen. The new world order is going to be set way back. Who knows when they're going to have another COVID opportunity like this one again, and they know it. So ask yourselves why they hate this man. These folks, these men, they hate God. They hate the unborn. They hate the traditional family. Mm -hmm. They hate you. And they hate Donald Trump, whose political opponents, by the way, right now are knocking statues of saints to the ground. They're beating up cops and they're burning flags. <laughs> you say you don't like Trump. I'm sorry, friends, but who cares? That doesn't really matter anymore. But you think of Trump's personality or his tweets. Look at the big picture. The choice is simple, friends. Stand with America right now or fall with the new world order in the not so distant future. There's no other choice. I'm Michael Mapp from Remnant TV, and we'll see you next week. There is no other choice. There is literally no other choice than Donald Trump right now. And they have been doing this forever. And it's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence that he highlights in this video George Soros, and who happens to be financing this entire charade well, in New York City? And I, I mean, he, he, he's financing elections. So this goes back to 2016, and there's actually an article about it that everyone called a conspiracy theory, where it was the quiet transition of the judicial system. I even believe the article was, uh, was was called something like that. I don't remember who wrote it. And whenever we would say something about it, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. And this was the effective way uh, uh, what George Soros did, the effective way of getting attorney generals elected, of getting uh, secretaries of state elected, of getting DAs elected. School boards, secretaries. So, and, and back then he was really focused on DAs and attorney generals and things like that. Because if he can get enough DAs, like get gas going in, in California and Los Angeles and, and a bunch of others out there. Um, these are now you have them in the lower level system, uh, lower level positions in the judicial system who then can rise to other positions as they further their career, whether it's state level, federal level, local level. And that is a was a brilliant idea. And George Soros, with his billions of dollars, went ahead and did that. And then whenever you would say that, you would say, oh, no, George Soros is just a boogeyman to the right, and it's all a conspiracy theory. Well, here you go. This is This is, again, another case of George Soros dominating – in local judicial system elections where they can politically persecute opponents because, again, and I've been saying this for years, the Democrats can't run on policies. So they have to run on fear factor and destroying their political opponents. So this is the ultimate 
political persecution. And everyone knows. Listen, there were there were droves of New York City police officers that called in sick today because they did not, and 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 people in the DA's office, they did not want to have to be the one to have any part of processing Donald Trump. I mean, I talked to some a lot of inside sources that I know in the NYPD, and they were in a complete uproar about being involved in any of this. And there was a, they, and they they'll never report this. They'll never say, "Oh, well, all these police officers are really sick," and all, and and the turmoil in the na- in the in the uh, Manhattan DA's office. There's, there, there's, it's so blatant. Thirty-four felonies, all all falsifying business records. Oh, here it is. Thirty-four felony, thirty-four charges in Trump's indictment are falsifying business records to conceal another crime. To conceal another crime is how Alvin Bragg was able to elevate it to a felony. But nowhere in the in the indictment does it say right. what the second crime was. And for those who aren't sure, here's the actual indictment. You're, and the indictment, all it is is it's. If you can hear him talk about it it's it's so nonsense it's first of all they never specified the second crime which he's supposed to have that clip i'll bring that up in a second i just want to go because techno fog he's a he's a lawyer as well and he does this for a living and he has some of the the best legal takes in a lot of these legal situations and uh he even says there's a curious omission of the donald trump indictment the statement of facts the specific federal law trump invited violated the defendant Donald J. Trump repeatedly and fraudulently falsified New York business records to conceal criminal conduct that hid damaging information from voting public from the voting public during the 26 presidential election, 2016 presidential election. Now, hold on. I just want to interrupt you for a second. Keep that in mind, because there's somewhere in one of these in one of these felonies where he supposedly falsified documents in 2017. Well, then how could he falsify business documents in 2017 in order to get pe- to, to fool people into voting for him in 2016? So it says from August 2015 to December 2017, the defendant orchestrated a scheme with others to influence the 2016 presidential election by identifying on its face right there. Yep. I, by identifying and purchasing negative information about him to suppress its publication to benefit the defendant's electoral prospects. In order to execute the unlawful scheme, the participant violated election law and made and made and caused false entries into the business record of various entities in New York. The participants also took steps that mischaracterized for tax purposes the true nature of the payment made in furtherance of the scheme. And these people will literally go to any lengths to try and stop this man. They even said it from 2015 to, 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 to December of 2017. So, so, so verified what you just said, Alan. He was already president in 2016. All right. So when is <laughs> this is this is the the biggest. Uh, Indict- this indictment is is projection 101 it's projection 101 what what has the the globalist media what have they been doing for literal decades at this point and and blatantly at that not even they're not even like hiding it they've literally been doing everything they possibly can the hunter biden laptop oh let's just suppress all of that let's just shut down twitter and 
banned the second oldest newspaper in the country because it's Russian disinformation. False. That was actually a lie. Oh, the indictment. Like we could go on and on and on about the, the, the stories that these people have suppressed and try to hide and twist to shape their narrative. And now they're saying that this is exactly what Donald Trump is doing. Get well, fucked. Well, when when will the DA start indicting people for backdating checks? That that's falsifying a business record, a financial business record. Why are they going to start doing that? And again, I and I'm going to keep asking this question because I think people need to keep asking it is how could Trump have made a business ledger, any any business ledger entries in 2017 to influence an election in 2016. It does not make sense. So again, right there. You know what else happened today too, which was great? The um the Ninth Circuit Court, they awarded Trump 120 something 120 something thousand dollars in attorney fees from Stormy Daniels. Yeah, yeah. So dollars in attorney fees from Stormy Daniels this is in addition to the roughly 500k she already owes him, Donald Jr. Jr. is the second greatest troll of all time behind his father. Glad she's out there saying her t-shirt sales are booming, so she'll be able to afford to pay Trump. Yeah, what a fucking legend. He'll she'll never ever 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 write those write those checks ever. But well, I mean, j- just like her lawyer will never ever 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 be in jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's um, and also apparently there's a thing, and I'm not an attorney, but I was I was a couple other attorneys were posting stuff, and I was listening to some things that a New York, New York state law does not make it a crime to influence an election, and the, the and and apparently federal law doesn't make it a crime either. So again, there's no, and there isn't. But is that a reason why that there is absolutely no law no. cited in the indictment? There's no law cited in the indictment. Here, here is Alvin Bragg on what he's actually being indicted because he was questioned. So I have, I have a couple videos from him. I have his his opening statement of his of his address. I have what he's being indicted on, and then I have one that I can't even believe came out of his fucking mouth. I so, really. I really so, hope we're not going to just listen to 20 minutes of fat yeah, out. One's, one's 30 seconds, one's oh. like 42 seconds, and one's like a minute. And so, right, And right before that, realize that the feds chose not to touch any of this. Yep. They're, they they, they want nothing to do with it. So here's his, his opening statement. Was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. What's the crime, fat boy? What this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state, no matter who you are. What are the crimes? And will not normalize serious criminal conduct. You, you've been doing that since you're in office, asshole. Repeatedly made false statements on New York business records. He also caused others to make false statements. The defendant claimed that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. This simply 
was not true. And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month in 2017. Always in 2017, any influence on elections. May, June, and so on through the rest of the year. For nine straight months, the defendant held documents in his hand containing this key lie that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. How did that influence an election? For payments to Michael Cohen for each of these nine months. How did this guy graduate from Harvard Law? How did that There were 34 documents with this critical false statement. Why did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements? The evidence will show that he did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Donald Trump, executives at the publishing company American Media Incorporated, Mr. Cohen, and others agreed in 2015 to a catch-and-kill scheme. That is, a scheme to buy and suppress negative information to help... Oh, uh, this is a Harvard Law graduate, everybody. I'm speechless. I'm literally speechless. And he and he, and here's the thing, <clears throat> where like the well, let's call it the ruling class, the George Soros's, the establishment, the deep state, the Harvard yeah. Law graduates. They literally will Epstein say had an office at Harvard for those that forgot. They'll literally what's that? Epstein had an office in oh, Harvard. Whatever. Never had graduated. Didn't go there. Well, let's let's just say. They're out there saying, fuck, fuck the working class, fuck the middle class, fuck the lower class, fuck average everyday working class Americans. We are the ruling class. We're going to treat you like idiots. We're going to spew all of this um, legal uh, mental gymnastics at you. And you're not going to know really how to decipher it because you're all idiots. Mm-hmm. We're just going to use fancy words and do whatever the hell we want to whoever we want. Like, literally, you know, listen, say what you want about Donald Trump. Love him or hate him, whatever whatever it is you feel about him. But, and however you feel about the reasons he's being indicted. But just imagine for a minute if this happened in any other country where a government arrested the main opposition candidate. The president of El Salvador just came out and said the United States has no business telling people how to yeah. run a democracy. Like, uh, like literally our ability to use democracy as any type of foreign policy is gone. It's completely gone. No, no, this, is, this, this will forever be a stain on American history. This, this will be a stain. But what it does do, what it does do, because you have people like this guy, Adam Schiff, coming out and say a somber moment in, in the life of our country when it's necessary to obtain a former president on criminal charges. As the case falls to the DA to prove, we must recognize what is most important. Even the most powerful are held to account and that nobody is above the law. I'm glad you said that, Adam. I'm <laughs> They're glad. all saying it. They're all saying it. Chuck Schumer, they're all saying it. And and uh, what it does is it sets a precedent. 
Now that Trump has been arrested, legal precedent is set. Former presidents can now be raided by the FBI and indicted by city prosecutors. I have a feeling Dems are going to regret opening up this Pandora's box. How about GOP DAs start charging people on Epstein's client list? But they're not. They're not because the the, the Democrats aren't going to regret it because GOP DAs are not going to start doing that. And, you know, D.C. Drano, all right, it's a great talking point. But it's all bullshit. So there's a there's a, a lawyer out there, Robert Barnes, he's got a great Twitter page, Barnes uh, Law, and he 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 had tweeted something. Or uh, one of the key facts to this Trump indictment is all charges, and he's been charged, they're for conduct while Donald Trump was president, and the Constitution only authorizes indictment or trial for such conduct after both impeachment and conviction by the Senate. So while Trump was already acquitted by the Senate, so in a sense, as far as this lawyer is concerned, and if he was a judge, he would dismiss the case on his face because of it, is this is an unconstitutional indictment. And there are a lot of attorneys out there. Listen, Alan Dershowitz, who's a, who's a ble- bleeding liberal, he never voted for Donald Trump and he never will. He's not a fan of Donald Trump whatsoever. And he extensively speaks about how this is a an embarrassment to the justice system and to anyone who actually takes pride or practicing law seriousness seriously. Well, uh, it, it's, it's very funny because I don't know about you, Alan. I'm, I'm very excited about this. Like we knew this was coming like this, this, in my opinion, solidifies his 2024 campaign. Uh, it, it solidifies, uh, him as the GOP, uh, nominee uh and it does so much more for this country because again it does set a precedent it really does and these people have committed crimes that there is plenty of evidence we can go on and on and on about the overwhelming evidence and i always talked about how we can get one we can get two that's great but we really if you want to stop this from happening you have to you have to get the root cause and I think a lot of what is going on is to do exactly that, to get the root cause, the root cause of, of everything, to go after the people that are really pulling the strings. It's funny. It's funny you say that because I, it, I'm glad you said that, that put it that way is uh, go after the root cause. And in other words is cut the head off of the snake, I guess yes. you could say, right? No. Yeah. Okay. So I was having a conversation with somebody about this today, but before that, there was even a CNN analyst. You have analysts from mainstream media who literally are saying this indictment is very underwhelming. Like, ugh, this John is what John Bolton, who hates Donald Trump, was like, "Man, I was really underwhelmed by this." Yeah. So, not not only that, and I want to get into the, my my point in a second, but um, they're all saying it's underwhelming. And and it's funny the wheels on 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 of justice we know move slow and this case is going to drag on. He literally does not have to go back to New York for another appearance until the beginning of yep. December. Yep, the December end of the year. Yep. So, oh right, right during prime primary season. Right, like it's it's going to be, it's going to be wild. So then, then, then once, once they get another appearance. Yeah. And they're going to have to go through discovery phase and they have to have if, if he decides, hey, let's go to trial, pre-trial. There may be a chance that this case goes into 2024 where he already may have become the Republican nominee and hopefully get through the general and become president again. 
hundred percent, a hundred percent. But so you made a, um, a point about, you know, the root of the, the root of the cause, the root of the problem. So this is another thing that the, they had planned that the Democrats and the, the deep state, the, the bureaucrats, the, the swamp, whatever you want to call it, the, the uniparty, even going after Donald Trump because they they thought, they really thought, and some of them still think, but I also believe some of them are kicking themselves in the ass saying, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is happening the way we want it to, is they figured Donald Trump – I call. I I made a comment today on a Delaware radio station when I called in from the um the the, the protest today that they're looking to cut the head off the eagle because Donald Trump is the symbol and the movement of America First yes. and of MAGA and has has galvanized and emboldened this base of America First and and so much around and before, right? So what they in the hopes of what they were going to get out of today and going forward with these 34 cuz you know the word felony oh shit i got charged with a felony oh my god so now the everyday person who might have gotten charged one felony in their life and thought it was the biggest fucking deal of their life and it could have been it could have been a really big felony could have been a low level felony felony nobody wants to hear their name with a felony donald trump doesn't care but the average american 34 felonies. Oh my God, this guy is a criminal. That 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 court of public, you know. Oh, it's it is the, the, the court of public opinion is no longer innocent until proven guilty. It's guilty right. until proven innocent in the court of public opinion. So their right. so, so their their rationale on this, or part of it is if we can at least throw all of this shade on Donald Trump, cut the head off of the eagle, it will put every America first movement supporter, every MAGA supporter, whatever they you want to call yourself, um, in place and say, hey, we can do this to you, so you better straighten the fuck up or we're going to come for you because we just came after your cult leader. That's part of their of their thinking, you know, and it's not working. It, it's not working whatsoever, but that's one of the things because, again, they all think we're fucking morons. So that's one of the things they were hoping. Stupid. I and mean, rightfully so, though. Right, honestly, rightfully so. People are fucking idiots. Um, they're all retards everywhere. Uh, it's embarrassing, some of these people. Like, it's it, how dumb they are and, and how brainwashed they are. But in reality, they've spent trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars to do exactly that. Um, so I, 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 I don't really blame people. But at the same time, like, to quote Joe Biden, Come on, man. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Um, no, but but you you you're you're absolutely right. That's exactly what they are they are trying to do. And I I I I call them the masters of the universe, uh, these people that control everything. Yeah. That's what, what Trump is literally battling. Um, and it's something that um he they've been after him since day one, since literally day one. It's been a nonstop attack on Donald J. Trump since he walked down that escalator. I and mean, you could see Fox reverting back to 2015 Fox when he was, they hated him. Um, they never liked him. And all of a sudden he was the GOP nominee and they were like, shit. How can uh, we, how can we impeach this guy before he's even elected? Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, I just happened to look, um, I know you were, you were talking about, uh, I spy 
Helen Jacoby in some of these videos. I don't know if it's the same video, but I just had had a uh, Twitter up and I noticed it because uh, Gavin Wax from the New York Young Republican Club retweeted it. But on the New York Times, oh, by the way, the Twitter unverified New York Times. They lost their verification on Twitter. They they tweeted out the video of Marjorie Taylor Greene talking, and it's funny as I'm watching it. I paused it at nine seconds and direct direct center in the video. You could see. You can see from my nose up behind Marjorie Taylor Green, just kind of. I got a better one. I got a better one. I got. A, I got a much. Trying to duck and weave so much. It's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> but like I was saying, they've been, and we'll we'll, br- we'll bring up the I Spy shortly. Um, but we've been, uh, they've been going after this man twenty four seven. They've been attacking his kids, his especially his youngest son. And they've got brought out his taxes, Russia, 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 the indictments, the phone calls, the uh, impeachment, the spying on his campaign, tapping his cell phones, tapping his campaign's cell phones. Like they went to great, great lengths to find out what this guy is up to. And Ultra Pepe Lives Matter had a great take. And he says, let me see if I can uh, make this a little closer. Here we go. When you really sit back and think about the amount of digging and deep the deep state has done to find a single shred of dirt they can prosecute Trump on, you inevitably come to the conclusion that Donald Trump is one of the cleanest men in presidential history. They spent years attempting to frame him for treason, impeach him, and lock him up for literally anything, yet the only charge they can come up with is a stormy Daniels fabrication. Pathetic. Imagine if he actually... If he was actually a criminal, they would have locked him up thousands of times over by now. He might be the most investigated person in the history, yet this is all they can muster. God bless Donald Trump. White Hats knew they were going. They they were doing what they were doing when they asked him to run. They've got nothing on him but lies and deceptions. I re- really think about the attacks that this yeah. guy has gone through, and there's nothing. They cannot come with anything. This is the best that they got. This is literally the best that they got. They've tried. They've thrown the entire book at him, and, and I can't stand it because, like, we, we call out this establishment. We call out these elites and they, they continue to go after this man. Like, like I love the people that are like, Oh, well, Donald Trump is controlled opposition. Uh, he's just to get every, the, the Patriots mad at the Democrats. So they're fighting each other. If that was the case, they stay, they, they, they could have got rid of Donald Trump a long ass time ago. They don't need to keep doing what they're doing to Donald Trump. To, to, to carry that agenda. We already are going to be mad at each other because of the views on pedophilia, the, the, the drag queen story hour, like all of that is more uh, di- divisive. And the race, the race things that they're pushing down everybody's throats, those things are way more divisive, divisive than Donald Trump. So why are they still attacking him? Why are they still trying to stop this man from running for president? Why are they trying to lock him up? Why are they trying to destroy his character and make him look like this big, bad, evil orange man? It's it's actually a simple answer, and he's even answered it. Because they need him out of the way so they can come after the American people. Bingo. Bingo. It's not it's not about him. It's they need to do what they have to do to get rid of him in the hopes. Listen, they cannot afford to have him back in the White House. Nope. They cannot afford it because they will just they will lose so much footing and all of the various evil shit that they are doing 
not even trying to do, that they are doing us in this country blatantly. Like, fuck you people. This is what we're doing. We don't care that you know. You will obey. We're not hiding it anymore. We will make you poor. We will pack you in. We'll bring in social credit scores. We'll bring in ship. Like we're gonna get we're gonna get in the restrict act bill in a minute, but uh like it, it's really scary what they're doing, honestly. I it, it really is. And if you're not paying really close attention and you're just reading headlines and you're just watching Fox News like a, a, a normie, you have no clue that we actually we got a fight in this game. Like we're putting up a fight and and we're 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 kick, kicking back. And uh I think the tides are turning. I really think uh this this moment in history, this is crossing the Rubicon as a lot of people are saying right now, uh, into a new era. And uh, this is really opening people's eyes. And I'm very interested to see if this goes to trial because I'd be very interested to see what evidence and what what Donald Trump's lawyers bring to the table. Like, how do you introduce evidence legally? You bring it into a court. There's a discovery. What's gonna, what is going to be shown? What's going to be brought, brought to the public? Uh, I'm sure Donnie's got some information and, and some documents. Uh, I don't... I honestly don't believe that this is going to see a a day of trial. I don't. I don't believe it's going sure to. Either, but again, they 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 got nothing to lose, Alan. They got they're 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 throwing. They they're, might they're at straws. They might have things to lose because when they start investigating, and they start really digging in, now that they started the process, if they can prove that sculptory evidence was withheld. If they can prove that Alvin Bragg or someone in his office leaked information, because it was obviously leaked somehow before before the uh, the indictments were unsealed, where they specifically said it was a sealed indictment, yep. leaking that is a crime. And if any of that's uh, actually proven or more so, listen, I... I Nunez was saying that exact thing today, this afternoon, with Maria Bartolomo. She, he was saying that exact thing this afternoon. He hasn't seen the indictment. I mean, we haven't seen it. The tr- the Trump camp has not seen it, and yet we read in the press that there are thirty counts of fraud. Obviously, they're well, linking the, that. And that's and that's the point, Maria. The only felony of which we can be certain to come out of this uh, uh, Alvin Bragg prosecution in New York. Is the felony committed either by uh, D.A. Bragg himself or someone on the grand jury that he's using uh, for this perversion of our, our justice system? Uh, the accused, Donald Trump and his lawyers, don't know what's in this sealed indictment. But for the past, what, 72 hours, um, the American public has been discussing supposedly 30 or 34 oh. felony counts. Leaking grand jury information um, is a felony, and so the only people capable of that would be uh, Alvin Bragg's team or uh, members of the grand jury itself. So it really sort of underscores the absurdity of, of what's going on here. And this is, this is, I think, as every legal expert has said, it, it, not just an absurd uh, and pathetic legal theory, but clearly unconstitutional. And I appreciated Congressman Stiles' um, explanation here. Listen, I believe in states' rights under the 10th Amendment, But what the 10th Amendment does not allow is uh, for states to come up with a different interpretation of federal law than the federal government has. And in this case, the federal government, the Department of Justice, has looked at uh, the theory that uh, is being advanced here 
and has said it does not is not consistent with the law. The Federal yeah. Election Commission has said the same thing. Yeah. And, and and he's 100% right. That's really the only felony that's been committed, uh, you know, leaking, leaking this information to the press. Like the Trump team, the Trump lawyers have yet to see the indictment, yet the entire world somehow knows what he's been indicted for. Um, I, and I, I don't think you know, today was just the arraignment. And I'm, I know they're going to prepare a motion to dismiss and why they should dismiss it. And obviously, that's all, again, legal mumbo jumbo um, that the lawyers will put together in form of a motion. Uh, and and uh, this this judge has his work cut out for him because he knows the pressure's on. He uh, His daughter just so happens to be working for the Biden-Harris campaign. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's not uncommon. He's he is he's a, he's a Democrat judge in New York, but it's so our our good friend Stakes for breakfast posted this earlier today, and I think it's uh, pretty spot on. Trump supporters also excited about Donald Trump's indictment. And then there's the Trump, the Trump haters excited about his indictment. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm happy that this too. Me too. people, you know, the doom and gloom, and I get it. You know, it, it, it's, is it sad in a way? It's, it's pitiful in a way. It's, it's, it's not sad. Like, oh, I can't, it's fucking pitiful because it's such bullshit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like you could say the day that America died. You know, it's funny because they're actually calling his his uh, his motorcade to the courthouse the funeral procession of America. Because I mean, this is this has never happened before. Nope. And now it's happening. And yep. if Donald Trump did not announce that he was running for president, I don't believe this indictment would have ever came out. Come out, come out. I I, I honestly, if the if once the rumor was he's going to run again, they were they were. They had it in their head. We're gonna, we're going to come up with some sort of indictment. Yeah, we got to do, we got to do something. And they're not it. done. They're not done. I, I, so, listen, there, there's federal involvement. There was already some sort of little bullshit, uh, almost hint confession that you know that they there was some federal money involved in 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 this investigation, and we know that they have the grand jury for the January six bullshit. Mm -hmm. That they're trying. I mean, they're they're, they're ordering Mike Pence to 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 um, testify. They're calling members uh, close to him from his uh, Secret Service detail to testify. They're going to eventually try. They're going to try a trifecta: New York, Georgia, and the January sixth uh, uh, bullshit January sixth uh, committee. They're, they're the trifecta of indictments, and you know, it's not even a matter of having him do any jail time because they don't care about that. They don't, they don't really want him in jail. They just want him. I'm sure they want him dead. Honestly, <laughs> they want him. So, so, so devastatingly uh, desperate that he just gives up. He's like, you know what? That's it. I'm giving up. I'm done. I'm, yeah, I'm falling on my knees and that's it. That chance. That's not happening. He, he will, he will fight this to the death. I mean, you know, let's just hope that it's not, 
uh, enough to wear him down physically where he actually does drop dead. He's got to lay off the McDonald and the Coke, I think, a little bit. <laughs> I think Milan has got to watch his diet. 75 years old, and, and while he's being indicted, this is what this man is doing. Yesterday, President yeah. Trump played around a golf, flew to Texas, spoke to a crowd of thousands. That was last week. Two hours. What? That was actually last week when he did this. Yeah, this was last week, yeah. but this, he's 75 years old. Spoke yeah. to a crowd of thousands of people for almost two hours, flew back to Florida, and made sure his attorney, Alina Haba, had a cake for her birthday. This man is 76 years old. It's truly incredible. So what he does, he never stops. He sleeps less than four hours a night. He's never stopped. Like, maybe the key is to doing this is McDonald's and, and Diet Coke. I don't know about McDonald's and Diet Coke. Maybe it's the sleep regimen because he, he literally never sleeps. He, he like, re, he apparently he reads all of his articles and listens to all of his sound bites from all of his people and stuff like late at night. He takes his, his some of his most important calls in the middle of the night. Like Roger Stone never sleeps. And I know this because I get text messages from him at like three, four in the morning. And he'll usually talk to Donald Trump any like after one o'clock in the morning. Like the, the guys like this, they just that's how they're wired. They they just they don't sleep. They just don't and I don't know how they do it in their seventies. These guys are like machines and they just they're not sleeping. They're either writing reading or doing some type of media or fighting some sort of nefarious uh, federal organization coming after. And countless times we had photos of Donald Trump working late by himself, just oh, sitting there putting in hours. And, you know, I, there's that one famous photo now. Uh, it's an infamous photo, in my opinion, of it was like 2.30 in the morning and he's walking off of Marine One, his tie's undone in his hand, and he's hat, got a MAGA hat on, and he just oh, yeah. looked, he looks, just like looked. He just looks like he just left a poker game after blowing massive loads over porn stars. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Someone, hey, 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 write, write that squad a check so she doesn't open her mouth. I don't even give a shit. I don't even care if he was throat banging horse face Stormy Daniels until she fucking choked and wrote her a check. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Well, the great segue into the meme of the day, Alan. Uh, the meme of the day was done by our good friend uh, Midnight Mitch, and uh, I think it's very fitting for. Uh, <laughs> I saw that I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I saw I was crying, dude. Like, Jimmy, don't fit. You must have quit. <laughs> if you're not watching on uh, Rumble and you're listening on on an audio platform, you're doing yourself a disservice. You should definitely go and check out the show on Rumble. Subscribe uh, to either We the People Radio or Alan Seventeen Seventy Six dot TV. Shameless little quick plug. Uh, but this you never meme- get it right, but that's okay. Yeah, we never get. What did I do wrong? Seventeen seventy six live dot TV. Fuck me. Yeah. I'm retarded. Yes. Whatever. Seventeen seventy six live dot TV and We the People Radio. Uh, but go and check out this meme. It's hysterical. It's done by Midnight Mitch. Or go to his Instagram or Twitter. It's Johnny Cochran holding the condom, giant fat condom for Donnie's big penis energy, and Donnie at at, at the court today. Fuck way too big s tier no donnie had bro did you ever see that did you ever see that meme of, of of donald trump and how like he stands weird and he's talking and it shows like an x-ray vision and someone drew a stick figure of donald trump and it's like all dick and oh, he's just yeah. <laughs> yeah 
That's Donnie. That's perfect. And he's just sitting in court, but it's fucking brilliantly done. Midnight Mitch S tier meme meme of the day goes to my friend. And we're going to start doing that, doing a little meme of the day action every Tuesday. Um, meme of the week or something. I like it. It was fucking amazing. Um, but before we wrap up, because I want to I want to move on because we're going to have to there, we got a lot to cover with this. Uh, Restrict Act. And uh, we could talk about Don Donnie all day. There's going to be tons to talk about. We got a great guest coming on a Friday, Sal Greco. We may have a surprise guest joining him. Um, but uh, we're going to talk a lot more in detail about this because he is he, he's forced out of the NYPD. Yeah, he was uh, fired from the New York City Police Department solely because he was he is a, a longtime friend mm-hmm. of Roger Stone and accompanied him January 5th, not January 6th because they had left. And the you know, New York City Police, they have in their penal code, which is the book that all the police officers, the rules they have to abide by is that you can't associate with known felons. And at one point for uh, a brief time, Roger Stone was a convicted felon until he was pardoned by the president of the United States. And the uh, NYPD did not recognize this pardon and said, oh, well, we're going to fire him anyway. And then shot themselves in the foot. El Greco is going to end up being a rich man. He's suing the city for like over $25 million because the current mayor, Eric Adams, NYPD captain, uh, was palling around and still does to this day with uh, um, Mike Tyson, who's a convicted felon. And literally just recently, the NYPD had Cardi B, another convicted felon and known gang associate, go to a police precinct to empower black female police officers and why weren't any of them fired so literally cardi b is going to get served with it to, to do a deposition eric adams the mayor is going to get served to do a deposition and so many other people i mean it's 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 a uh an unwinnable case for the nypd about what they did with this guy 14 years on the job not one complaint and then he's got a lot with uh, Alvin Bragg, and you know he he can talk about a lot. Of yeah, we're we're going to talk a lot a lot more in detail uh, with him on Friday because again we could yeah. talk about this forever. Uh, I do want to play le- one last clip from our man Alvin Bragg because uh, this is, this is the the thing I I can't believe he, he even said. We cannot and will not <laughs> normalize serious criminal conduct. Normal yeah. serious criminal conduct. Meanwhile, New York City is one of the most crime-infested cities in the world. He downgraded it's- like over 50% of, of violent crime. misdemeanors would not. I mean, we have cashless bail here in New York. They will not hold violent criminals in jail. You can go out and you can literally get arrested 50 times in 48 hours for armed robbery and be released every single time. The police cannot police they're 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 forbidden to do their job. Uh, you're it, it's well, and they it's, also lost a lot of the really good police officers who quit because they are retired early because they didn't want to get jabbed. Uh, or because of the defund the police movement, or because like there's so many reasons that so many of these guys, these good police officers that were doing the job for the right reasons, not because of the pension or the retirement, because they genuinely wanted to help. Uh, uh, they they quit or retired early. But even uh, but I'll tell you this, and I'm just knowing this because I know a lot of New York City police officers ran into a couple I knew today who who just wanted nothing to do with being there. And these guys are going to work knowing they have families, they have a mortgage that they don't want to lose by doing their job because they will get in trouble. Is they go to work 
and they don't do any type of policing. At this point, it's getting your paycheck, getting home safely, more so instead of getting killed, more so of not getting in trouble and ending up in prison, because that's what a lot of these police officers are afraid of by actually doing their job by protect, protecting the people of the city of New York. So now it's not even the case of, of cops leaving. It's the case of cops going to work and basically not doing anything, doing the bare minimum. And and that affects the city, but I I can't I can't blame them for doing that. No, it's it's honestly smart in many cases. Um, it, it's I mean, really it's not knowing if something bad happens and you're calling nine one one that you may get cops that take their sweet ass time getting there, or when they get there, they don't want to do anything because and and which which is for, would be frustrating to the people that need help. It's not fair to them just because they. If they do something, they may lose their home and their families and end up in jail. It's it's a full-on attack uh, from all angles, and yep. they're constantly going after good people doing their job and that don't follow, aren't bootlickers, aren't going to just do as they're told, uh, and it's really unfortunate. And uh, this guy, Alvin Bragg, has some balls on him to come up there and say uh, what he said just there considering the state of New York City and what's actually happening with criminals and the bail reform and it goes on and on and on. Um, and that's, again, we'll talk more about that on Friday, but to close out this segment of today's show, I want to play a little game of I spy Alan Jacoby. This morning. Because Joe Biden and the Democrats and the media are terrified of the people of this country. They're terrified of free Americans. They're terrified of the voters. They're terrified of people having a voice. And that's why they're trying to put a gag order on President Donald Trump. Have you heard that a gag Look at that ugly fuck. I was trying to hide. I was trying to hide. Get no, dude. You feel look at how wide you are. You take up the whole frame. They wanted me to do uh make sure they they weren't getting stabbed in the back. Yep. Alan's Alan, Alan's in the thick of things, just hanging out. <laughs> look at him. It's a fucking ugly motherfucker if I ever saw I one. Am. I am. Oh man. Oh man. But we yeah. found him, ladies and gentlemen. I spy Alan Jacoby. Apparently, I'm in a lot of videos. I'll tell you yeah. right now, if if I didn't leave yesterday and I was still in town, I would have went with you. But uh that's pretty you know, it's uh it's great to see that American Americans are still not scared to show up and protest peacefully. Uh as much as we know that there are infiltrators, you ran into a few uh this afternoon. Yourself. I didn't see any violence, but they, they were very easy to pick out. They're not they're not good at hiding themselves at all. No, like literally, you know, not again, when the guy looks like he he's wearing he, he has a, a Trump 2020 hat that he bought in a thrift store because it, at one time it was red and now it's brown and he's got black combat boots with his black pants blouse in them and a black jacket. Yeah, you're not a Trump supporter guy. You're not. And you're, oh, and you're wearing a mask? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Pretty, pretty easy to spot. So before we talk about uh, the Restrict Act. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, she was on 60 Minutes recently. Yeah. <laughs> she, told, she, 
she said some really good things as much as I can't stand her a lot of the time. But, she did say why she ran because the rhinos and she called them by name, Mitt Romney, uh, Lindsey Graham, Lady G, Mitch McConnell, you know, all these guys that are, you know, she should have thrown her boy, boy toy, Kevin McCarthy in there as well. But that's a whole nother thing. Wow. But she did, she did, she did say this one, this one thing, and I want to segue it in, into what, what actually recently happened. Um, and things she says that are over the top, like the Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries, sexualizing children. Sharing with his daughter. Huh? I mean, the guy was showering with his daughter. Okay. Oh, no kidding. You and, see her face. Her face was priceless. Her face was priceless. Lost her dentures. She she almost lost her dentures, dude. But what, what was what's great about this sixty minutes is you know how left leaning they are. They they're just more pieces of shit. Is that the the left itself? The average American leftist on Twitter was at the large left leaning uh, Twitter pages and, and just people in general was so upset that they even had Marjorie Taylor Greene on 60 Minutes. They were like, why would you waste the airtime on Marjorie Taylor Greene? They was, it, it triggered so many people. I mean, listen, the, the mayor of the city of New York yesterday, yesterday literally pseudo-threatened Marjorie Taylor Greene, called her out by name, said she's known for spreading misinformation and when you come to New York, you better behave yourself. And then went into saying how anyone and everyone will be arrested, no matter who you are. Great, great. Just threaten them. But she says this, okay? And uh, on April 1st, this report comes out. Breaking. A partner from a law firm that represents DNC and is suing Donald Trump over January 6th on behalf of the Democrats in Congress was just arrested for possessing massive amounts of child porn. It's a coincidence. But the Democrats aren't a party of pedophiles. Alan? I mean, I'm not going to call every Democrat a pedophile, but I will say the 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 – the Democrat establishment, the Democratic apparatus, the DNC, has no problem, and you see it in so many ways. Like, what is that? That that Congresswoman Katie Porter, where where we should be, we should be respecting pedophiles as humans and not not putting them in a category of their one hundred percent criminals. No, we shouldn't do that. Or when leftist Democrat apparatus organizations are, yes, promoting drag shows, promoting gender re reassignment surgery and, and puberty blockers and indoctrination of children and all of this real sick shit when it comes to kids. Take out all the crime loving and criminal loving that they love. Just the shit that they are so, are so are so progressive about because you know progressive is change that we need in America and we need to show it's that it's normal for children. Something that I want to cover, but look what they're doing with Bud Light now with the the Dylan Mulvaney garbage putting that that thing on the can. But then then you look then you look at this guy, our president of the United States. 
I'm sorry it takes so long, guys. But everybody knows I like kids better people. How are you, baby? How are you, baby? If I want to stay, can I stay? I don't want to go. I used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Can I get a phone number for you, and I can tell you how what I used to do? It's going to change, honey. I promise you. Hey, Mia, how old are you? You're Just remember, no takes you 30. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. So here, once again, are the words from Ashley Biden's diary. Showers with my dad, probably not appropriate. Not only in words, but in actions. Actions for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, for America. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality. In the classroom. On the playing field. Identities don't play school. Everywhere. Simply everywhere. Protect our children or get out of the way. My word is that I've never been more optimistic about America's future. These are not somebody else's children. They're all our children. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> He's such I, a sick person. But this is the thing. Like, when you hear Marjorie Taylor Greene say things like that, that the DNC is a party of pedophiles, then the guy that's running the fucking party right now, according according to them publicly, is doing things like this. It's I mean, pretty hard to say that that's not the case. There's a reason. I There's definitely some pedophiles on the Republican side as well, the establishment oh, side as well, 100% that are involved with the Epsteins and, and the likes. Um, but... These people are sick facts. I encourage everybody. It, it's out there. It, it, it's public. I think I sent you a copy of it, a national file copy of the Ashley Biden diary. I mean, it's there. It is the legit Ashley Biden diary. I forget how many pages it is. I have it in a, in a PDF file. I wonder if I could, I don't know. I have to see. I don't know if I could post it as a link on Twitter. I don't think I can, but I can try. Um, but the, the whole thing, the whole thing is there. National Files copy. It's got the National File uh, uh, watermark on it. And you can read and you can see the pages about, oh, I thought it was inappropriate and showering with dad and all this other weird, sick shit because of dad. He's, uh, a, he's a fucking predator. He's a he's a pedophile. And, and it's hard. It's hard to deny what she just said on 60 Minutes. And I can't believe they even uh, let that air. And uh, it's, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. It's, it's out of control. And then, and then, and then we have, and then we have our government. You know, the, the I mean, so for the like the Restrict Act that we're going to talk about, and this is this is a problem because and I had put on my uh, out on my Twitter uh, the other day. I think it's still pinned up there um, that nobody's talking about. Uh, this is something that has been brewing for a while, and I think was uh, back in the beginning of March. It was it was coming. You know, the whole um, they're not you're not hearing it being called the Restrict Act. You're hearing people say the Act to ban TikTok. They want to ban TikTok now. As evil as people. Whatever you believe about TikTok, it's evil, it's not evil, it's fucked up, the CCP, they're spying on us, it has to go. Listen, every time you swipe your fucking credit card, every time you swipe your debit card, every, type, every time you do something on some type of electronics, you're 
data is being mined by so many nefarious people and organizations, including the CCP. It wouldn't matter if TikTok existed or not. Oh, they're spying on our kids. Well, then be a responsible fucking parent and keep your keep your kid off TikTok. Don't let your 13-year-old girl go outside by the pool and dress like a whore and shake her ass on TikTok. Don't let your kid meet someone off of TikTok and buy something from them and then get a fentanyl overdose and die. But TikTok is bad for children. Do I think TikTok should be banned? No, absolutely not. No. And it all goes into the Restrict Act because if they can ban TikTok, they can ban Instagram, they can ban Rumble, they can ban YouTube, they can ban Facebook. And like Rand Paul said, we should not become China to fight China because that's what the Restrict Act is. Literally, it's not about banning TikTok. That's What's making it appealing to the American people? It's about controlling us and literally exterminating decentralized media shows like ours. TikTok, there's, you know, so, so Alan, I'm I'm 100 with you, and 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 the issue with a lot of people is, uh, they they do hate TikTok because of China's involvement, of course, and, and the establishment. Because it's not just the Democrats involved in this. Even the the, the the rhinos are playing a huge role in. in no, just interrupt you one second. One second. Yes, rhinos are involved. But here's the thing too. There are people that I would not consider full rhinos who are in favor of banning TikTok because of Chinese involvement, and even some now who are saying that the Restrict Act, the way the bill. Five pages wrong, long. Everyone, the link is on my Twitter, Alan Jacoby, 1776. You should take the time while you're taking a shit and read this bill because the bill itself is garbage. But I, I don't care if they ban TikTok on government devices and things like that, or employers have the option. Of course they do. But yes, it's Democrats, it's rhinos. But unfortunately, there are also some Republicans. Who, who not necessarily, like I said, are, are full-blooded rhinos who were saying, well, I like the Restrict Act or I like parts of it. Well, you can't like, you can't like a part of it and vote for the whole thing because it, it, it's, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous. We're going we're gonna to get into some of the parts in a second, but I, I just want to finish my point. They're using this as a Trojan horse, and you're 100% right. There are people that I wouldn't consider rhinos that are backing this. Um, but again, maybe they're just showing their true colors and their true intentions. That's also a possibility. Uh, again, this is a Trojan horse. They're preying on the fact that conservatives, America first patriots do not like TikTok because of, of, of Chinese, the, the involvement of the CCP. Now, we have to be very, very careful because this is a very slippery slope. And like you said, they can not just only ban TikTok, they could ban any social media. They can imprison people for social media, which is already happening with the guy who did the Hillary Clinton meme. He just got sentenced to 10 years. Uh, yep, he's got sentenced to 10 years, and it's only going to escalate because of this. And they're well, using. I don't think he got sentenced yet. He got convicted. I thought he got sentenced to 10 years, but either way, either way, um, they're using that. They're preying on the fact that, again, most people are headline researchers. Most people don't actually read the bills. They don't actually look into what's going on. They just say, oh, yeah, they're banning TikTok, so that's good. Let's get China out of here. Right. And they're stuffing this bill with all this other garbage. 
And you have to realize, just like Alan said, you have to be a responsible adult. Don't let your 13-year-old daughter go out there in a bikini and do twerk in front of thousands of people that are known pedophiles using these apps. Um, you know, that goes for any social media, not just TikTok. Like, you have to be a smart adult. Like, I don't have TikTok on my phone because I don't want China in my phone as much as they already are. Like, they own, the, they own all the computer parts that are in the Apple. They own all the computer parts. They're in the Samsung. Yeah, they, they are in your phone already. I mean, whether yeah. we think they are or not. They're not. But I limit it the best I can. And I, I, I made an adult decision to not put it on my phone. I, a lot of people, even though, even though I would last 30 seconds on the app, I wouldn't even make it one post before they banned me. Yeah, um, and three times, three times. That yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make it a second. I do hear there's a lot of engagement and interaction for some time for some people and uh, especially for businesses. And you pass up a lot of opportunity because of that. And uh, you know, that you have to make that decision. Like, Hey, you know what? Like, like for example, a while back, I had the same discussion with myself about having Alexa's in my phone. Did, my you, did you, did you answer yourself when you were talking to yourself? Yeah. yeah I, I, I have discussions. I'm a fucking psychopath. And I, yeah, and I, I um, but you know, I, I, I sit down, I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, you know what? I really don't want any Amazon Alexis in my house, uh, because they're, they're listening and recording everything that we're saying. I'm the same way. And then I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? So is my TV. So is my phone. So is my computer. So is every other electronic in my house. Everything is listening and recording everything I do and say every camera, everything. Doesn't matter whether I turn it off or not. They're listening, and I was like, I have a, a fire stick on my on my uh, to like to plug into the back instead of uh, which I switched since switched to Roku sticks, but I had fire fire sticks for a while, and I was like, oh fuck, there's an Alexa on that thing. That thing is recording me. So I I, I gave up. I was I, I was like, you know what? For the convenience, since everything is recording me. The Alexas are pretty convenient. Like I had all the Philips Hue lights that I could turn off the entire house with the Alexa. It was it was it was pretty sweet for for a little bit. And then you hear the stories of the neighbors that are able to that are getting their Alexas are picking up your house as they're arguing just because of some some cross interference. Then I was like, yeah, no, throw them out. Or, 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 or you're getting you'll get the hackers that you see if you go on YouTube and what look at the videos of the hackers. Of people who have the uh, Alexa uh, cameras in their home or the, the whole system, where like, oh, that there's a little girl playing in her bedroom, and all of a sudden she hears a voice. Oh, hey, little girl, who the hell are you? Oh, it's Santa Claus. Come and open the front door. Or some crazy bullshit. I, <clears throat> my sister-in-law, a couple two Christmases ago, bought us like those fucking Alexa spots or whatever the hell they called, and uh, I didn't say anything. I don't even know if my, like, we, we got home, we had, like, presents and stuff, and we opened them up, my wife looked at them, I took them from her, I didn't, I didn't attempt to sell them, I threw them right in the fucking garbage, we didn't buy them, I threw them right in the fucking garbage, the two of them, like, nah, I'm, we're not having I don't care. No, I, 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 we moved into a new smart home, and it has Alexa capabilities, like, the whole fucking window set up, like, the whole house is connected to everything, until, and I told until, until, until the, uh, the, the State Department says, lock james curry into his home and don't let him out and then everything locks and then that's it you're, you're done oh, you're fucked i was like yeah nah i don't want it i'm good 
I'm good. It's like a really nice piece of equipment. It's really cool, actually. Like it's, it, it, I'm not gonna lie. It is really fucking badass. Like, but because of what it is, like, you know, I, I made the d- adult decision. Even though it's convenient, it, it's really cool. Like, it makes the house all all work together. All the lights. Like, I wouldn't have to get up and go turn off the light if I left a, a light off in the house. Like, I could literally right. do it from my phone. But I was like, nah. You know what? I don't want it. And it's a hard decision to make. It's not something that comes lightly that I'm like, ah, like, I just don't want this in my house. I fucking want it. I'll be, I'll, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't want it in my house. Sure. Like, I'm like, ah, I mean, that'd be really fucking cool. But I'm like, you know what? Fuck these people. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And I, and I drew a line in the sand, kind of like what we were talking about on Saturday. I drew a line and I was not going to cross it. And a lot of people have that problem, whether it's convenience or uh, entertainment or just because it is really cool. Uh, a lot of people cross that line. But this bill is terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. So here's a, a great thread of this bill. Let's see if I can make this bigger. Here we go. Bingo. The Restrict Act is not limited to just TikTok. It gives the government the authority over all forms of communication, domestic or abroad, and grants powers to enforce any mitigation measures to address any risk to national security now in any potential future transaction. And here's the actual bill and where it says it. So the statement you just said, Mm -hmm. threat to national security, people, literally, if they deemed We the People Radio, The Great Divide, Steak for Breakfast, Dan Bongino, Steven Crowder, anything that they said as a threat to national security, if this bill passed, they can go after them, silence them, fine them, us, possibly jail. I mean, literally, it gives them the overreach to determine that's that that either whether you're a social media influencer, a podcaster, political talk show, whatever it is, you might be a threat to national security of what you say. Yep. Just because you tweeted something, just because you posted something, and it could have been something that you posted years ago, well before this bill was enacted. It could have been something that you said and your opinion had changed. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a threat to their national security, which you could see what they're doing already with the the January 6th political prisoners. You could see what they're doing overseas in other nations. Sure, and sure. They want to bring this over here. This is going to give them carte blanche. There's going to be unelected bureaucrats that are making these decisions, and they're going to decide on what is a domestic terrorist and what is not. Me and you are already considered domestic terrorists. Look at the parents that would show up to the school board meetings, Alan. Just say, hey, we don't want our kids being taught about transgender people, or we don't want our kids talking about sexuality or critical race theory. Oh, wait. Attorney General Merrick Garland says you're a domestic terrorist. So yeah. now if you, if you tweet something about the school teaching your children about sexuality that you don't like, they're going to come and arrest you? They're going to come and fine you? Yep. That's what's going to happen. So do not sit here and think, oh, yeah, we're banning TikTok. Good job, guys. Pat the, the Republicans on the back. We did a great thing. No, don't be stupid. It literally says it right here. To authorize the Secretary of Commerce. We don't vote for the Secretary of Commerce. Uh, Again, 
unelected bureaucrats that are not accountable by we the people. And that, my friends, <coughs> is the deep state. Yep. So this authorizes the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit certain transactions between persons in the United States and foreign adversaries and for other purposes. What? Here we go. Another segment. The secretary, in conclusion with the relevant executive department and agency heads, is authorized to and shall take action to identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, and or otherwise mitigate, including by negotiating or entering into or imposing and enforcing any mitigation measure to address any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States that the secretary determines. So it's completely up to his transgression. Yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, pan, there's no jury. It's like he gets total rule over what he deems to be a threat. So you could have a relative that lives in another country and they don't like that. You're talking to your relative and talking about, Hey, Oh, I got a cousin in England and he's telling me how fucked the country is. And I'm telling him how fucked the United States is because of what's going on all of a sudden, because I'm talking to somebody, my cousin about the state of our nation. I'm a domestic terrorist, right? Like, that's how little it could go. Like you're just having a conversation with a family member, like about regular stuff. Yeah. Not, and not to mention there's things in there about, you know, um, basically in, in, in layman's terms, they want to make it illegal for certain entities and whatnot to, to yeah. use a VPN, possibly even people to use we'll VPN. We'll get into that because I have that, that, that here as well. The term covered transaction, this is where it gets really scary. The term covered transaction includes a current, past, or potential future transaction what the fuck is that is that like the government saying hey you may be a threat you may become a domestic ter terrorist so we're gonna deal with it now uh before so this is this is like literally a way for them to circumvent the constitution just like the patriot act this is another patriot act but a digital one rather than a, oh, a physical one and and people may ask well what does a future transaction mean and literally in the beginning part of the bill i actually have it up on my end too because they'll give you <clears throat> the, the the words that they're using and what they mean. <clears throat> the transaction, the term transaction for them means any acquisition, importation, transfer, installation, dealing in, or use of any information and communications, technology, product, or service, including ongoing activities such as managed services, data transmission, software updates, repairs, or the provision of data hosting services, or a class of such transactions. So in layman's terms, a transaction could actually mean reading that a simple post on your social media or a podcast transmitting the information on a platform where that platform has more than 1 million active users. So any of these platforms. Yep. So on this show, if I said something negative about the United States government and this law is in, is 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 passed and, and signed they could say well Alan Jacoby said something on we the people radio that we deem is a national security threat let's investigate him and possibly fine him arrest him in prison I mean there are there are fines in this bill upwards of a million dollars for things 
jail time of 20 years, federal, federal crimes. What happens if you're designated a national security threat, Alan? So what happens if you're designated on the same list as us? What what can they access of yours to confirm it? Everything, everything. everything. Encrypted Noti- messaging. Encrypted messaging would be no more. That's you would it's think said. it's there, but it's Noti- not. Preemptive attack on quantum encryption in there too. Mm-hmm. So they'd have access to our wireless, mobile network, satellite payload, satellite operations, cable access, wireless access point, core network system, long, short, and backhaul networks, uh, edge computer platforms, uh, internet hosting services, cloud-based or distributing computing storage, machine learning, predictive analysis data. So all AI, uh, open source, managed services, uh, content delivery services, desktop applications, mobile applications, gaming applications. So you're not even safe on PlayStation or Xbox. Payment applications. So now your Venmo's, all your web-based applications, information and communication technology produced by services integral uh, two, artificial intelligence and machine learning as a second time to mention is co- quantum key distribution, quantum communications, quantum computing, post-quantum cryptography, anonymous systems or auto, auto anonymous, uh, autonomous systems, advanced robotics, biotechnology, synthetic biology, uh, computer, uh, computational biology, e-commerce technology and services, including any electrical electronic techniques for accomplishing business transactions online. So if you're doing any e-commerce or any business like that uh you're 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 fucked everything literally everything they can uh, there is nothing that they could not access it in in all of those boring confusing terms it covers everything and the the easiest definition is state run and state restricted social media just like Mm-hmm. Look what China, you know, you can't access <clears throat> certain certain social media platforms in China and Russia. You can only access certain government run media sites in you know in, in North Korea. But you know, we're 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 not North Korea, but this we're not China, but this 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 will make us it's a pathway there in, in certain aspects. I mean this, this is this is CCP esque like this is this this gives the national uh, director of national intelligence and secretary of commerce the authority to universally designate new foreign adversaries without notifying Congress and a 15 day window to notify the president. It also requires a joint resolution of Congress to overturn. So it's not easy to overturn once you, they designate somebody. And again, it gives them carte blanche to decide, hey, this guy is a foreign adversary like these are unelected officials these are people that we we didn't put in into power they're just deciding that hey we don't like this guy you're a foreign adversary well and and this again this this policy that's crafted by lawmakers but really crafted by unelected bureaucrats forced forced by them for the lawmakers to introduce Mm-hmm. Take the committee, vote on, and it's um, it's wild because this whole thing. And listen, people, if you're listening to our show or you're watching our show and you're and you're and you watch other shows of similar content, you should be taking the time to read this 55 page bill. And and to be honest with you, you don't even have to read all of the ridiculous language. 
but there are certain things in there that that that, that should stand out. Like they literally can go, the government can access your social media presence, everything, your 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 electronics simply by accessing the servers of the social media platforms that you use. And realize you may go into a panic and say, well, I'm going to get rid of every every social media account I ever had. Yeah, that's great on your end, but it's still there. It's still in their servers. It's still access. Yes. You're talking about internet hosting services down to where they even mention unmanned vehicles, including drones and other aerial systems. Yep. Whether they're, uh, I mean, anything. And, and this is for any platform that has over a million users at any point during the during a year. I, like this is everything, desktop applications, mobile apps, any mobile app or app on your computer that you use can under this law, under this act, restrict act, can be accessed by the United States government. And any information can be extracted. Uh, Wi-Fi uh, um, services, anything, Wire, wireless access points, uh, networks, everything, payment applications. There's a whole list of desktop applications, mobile applications, gaming applications, payment applications, web-based applications, information and communications, technology products. Mm -hmm. artificial intelligence and machine learning everything everything we literally just it's they're not leaving anything to chance for misinterpretation they're covering every single aspect even future technologies that haven't been released and, and what happens what happens if, if if they do detain you so after the federal government has detained you without due process to mitigate the immediate threat you pose what kind of punishments await you in court a million dollar fine, 20 years in prison, and forfeiture of everything that you own. So, Alan, you and I automatically would be put on this list. Like, if this passes, if this passes, we're, we're, we're probably one of the first thousand people put on that list. <laughs> like, really think about it. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. And... <laughs> And and they're gonna they're gonna detain you without due process. They're going to fine you up to a million dollars and twenty years in prison, and you forfeit everything per per, per count. Like, yeah. like and if if they if they deem that you've posted ten things, and you know the the, the so you have to forfeit everything that you own ten times. Obviously, the max is uh you know a million dollars per. That's the max, and max in twenty years in prison. You have to be doing some pretty crazy shit. Here's the thing, too. This bill is really scary. It reads really scary. Not fear-mongering. It's just facts that this is this is an unconstitutional bill. And 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 I've been encouraging people to to speak about this, to tell their friends, to tell their family, tell people that run their lives on and businesses electronically. Mm-hmm. You need to speak out and you need to be hounding your Congress people and your senators and say, yeah, if you 
if you support and vote for this restrict act, we are going to come out in droves and unelect you. And don't let them say, well, this is important because we have to ban TikTok. No, this isn't the fucking ban TikTok bill, because if it was, this would be a three-page bill just in reference to banning TikTok on every device in the United States of America, not trying to imprison people for speaking out against the government. In other words, deemed a threat to national security. This is to shut everybody down from the big bad orange man to us little people on We The People Radio. Just us average folk that are just out here gangbanging on the government, spreading disinformation. They want us all to shut up. They wish that we would die and and be silenced because we're ruining everything that they're trying to do. I say all the time, if this kind of stuff was going on 15, 20 years ago, we'd be fucked. Like there, there would, we would have no fight. We, we, we would have very few people speaking about this stuff. Very few people talking about it. There'd be very few platforms to talk about it. Be forums and chat rooms. We wouldn't be able to do half the stuffs, half the stuff, and organize it in the way that we are today. Uh, twenty years ago, and and now now they're like, all right, well, we can't censor them, we can't shadow ban them, we can't kick them off. They only come back stronger. There, there's got to be a way for us to shut them down permanently. And maybe if we can threaten them with uh, literal twenty years in prison, million dollar fine, and forfeiting their entire persons, we'll just shut up and go away. We'll just shut up and go away. Oh, uh, you know. For everyone, this is this is Bill S six eighty six. It's the Restrict Act, and right now it's only introduced. It was introduced to the Senate on March seventh. It was read twice and referred to the Committee of Commerce, Science, and Transportation. It's only it's, it's right now just introduced. Hasn't been brought up and saying, "Hey, we're going to vote on it yet." And you know, you can go to just Congress.gov and look at look this up. It's Alan. you read it. This is my favorite part of the bill. My favorite part of the bill. The act also grants unlimited hiring power to positions of enforcement. So just like just like the IRS, they're going to start giving these people weapons and training them. Unlimited funds with little or no review. And here's the kicker. They're immune to the Freedom of Information Act. Right, which, which again... That would be something because, again, they, they would be subject to budget hearings and things like that. But listen, on its face, this bill, they know it's it, it, it is so shitty written. This bill says take the Constitution and set it on fire and fuck you in your First Amendment in every way possible. Fuck you and everything that you're about. This is one of those things that would go to the Supreme Court. This is one of those bills. That that if it did pass, and I don't, and I don't see it passing. I don't I don't see it passing. I I think okay. So here's the problem: is right now everything's Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. There's so much other things going on in geopolitics, you know, that are are happening. The top news right now, this week, last week, probably next week, is Donald Trump. But this this is something that it's moving very slow there's not a lot of movement on it but should stay on everybody's radar because whether you're a truther conspiracy theorist a MAGA republican an america first whatever that you consider yourself all right because the democrats don't give a fuck they they want this you 
you have to keep this on your radar. The restrict act. It is bad. You should be meeting about it. You should be clogging up phone lines and emails to anyone and everyone in government and say, fuck you. You're not China. If you want to ban TikTok, you better rewrite this bill. I have a feeling that once this bill is uh, comes out of committees, they're go- this bill is going to get gutted. I truly believe that this bill will get completely gutted. And if not saying, hey, listen, we got to – we got to rewrite this whole bill or it'll get gutted. They'll try to put it up for a vote. Um, If they vote, you know, it came from the Senate. Um, Senator Mark Warner, um, he's a Democrat out of Virginia. He introduced it. It does have Republican support um, because of it being sold as that's that's how they're going to fool the American people is we're going to, we're actively working to ban TikTok. So the CCP is not spying on us, but in turn, we're going to have you by the balls. And if you say the wrong thing, we're going to come after you as if you lived in the same country that now we're trying to fight spying on us. It's really, it's really a double-edged sword. It's fucked up. It really is. I mean, this is exactly what they're doing, though. They and this is why I think some some of these congressmen and women are showing their true colors. I think they're they're showing their true agenda because uh, if we're able to sit here and find this information and and see this in the bill, it's not not that difficult for them to have their aides or the people that work for them that are reading the bills for them to say, "Hey, there's some things in here that," and some of them are. And I'll, I'll even give the benefit of the doubt is most even haven't even read it yet because it's not on the radar because it was it was brought up in Senate and it's in committee to be looked at and talked about, debated, and voted on, right? And I have to go to the floor for debate and all that stuff. So I'm not going to blame people for not reading it yet because it's there. I mean, they're obviously reading other bills and doing other things. This isn't just the topic of conversation. And I guess once it's there and everybody gets to read it, what I do like is that it's an only it's only a 55 page bill. So this is not a bill that's going to come on a cart in the middle of the night, two hours before a vote and have 4000 pages. And that's one thing. House rules when Kevin McCarthy became Speaker of the House, one bill, one subject. So. The positive side, it's only 55 pages, so the member of Congress, the senator, should be reading it. It's not not something that they, they go, oh, well, nobody's reading it because it's 4,000 pages. Uh, in the words of Rand Paul, who I, I, I stole his statement on this, is we cannot become China just to fight China. It no. will not work. We will lose, and we will get fucked. And I'm well, really pissed off that I still can't bring up Rumble. <laughs> Still can't bring up Rumble. I still can't even bring it up on my browser and my even my phone app. I can't bring up my my uh, my Rumble app. It just there's nothing on it. It's weird. It's uh, it's it's really uh, they're coming after me because I was with Marjorie Taylor Greene today. Well, they spied Alan Jacoby. They played a little bit <laughs> I spy and they saw him in the background. They're like, oh, we got to get rid of this fucking guy. And now that I'm on New York Times unblue checked Twitter page, they're coming after me. I did do like, a, I, I, there was a, a freelance reporter there that, that interviewed me for like 50 seconds and that 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 made its way around uh, around Twitter. But they're coming well, after me. 
I mean, you, you really look at what's going on with this bill and the entire media is focused, hyper-focused on Donald Trump. Yeah. And hyper-focused on what's going on with Don Donnie and the arrest, the indictment, and, oh, we got him, guys. We fucking got him. And, uh, he ain't got shit. He ain't got shit. It's, it's a joke. Uh, but meanwhile, this bill is being brought to the table. No one's talking about it. No one. But I, I think they will. <clears throat> and I think if between us and social media and people that watch us and listen to us on their social media are sharing it. Like literally when I put this thing up on my Twitter page, I was surprised in less than 24 hours. It was, uh, it was retweeted just about 400 times. I was shocked that I, I got that engagement on it. Um, Oh, there's also a trick on Twitter I've noticed, people, if you're out there in Twitter world, that uh, they, they're, the algorithm is open source now, and I, I stumbled upon this uh, app, and I forget it off the top of my head, that you can check the tweet to see the engagement. And Elon Musk has in this open source that with the exclamation point bonus, like literally if you tweet something and you put a bunch of exclamation points uh, on next to you, whatever it is you're saying, and uh, apparently more the better, it helps the engagement. If you tag Elon Musk in your tweet, it betters your engagement. And if you use certain emojis, like a spaceship, I think the heart, oh, the eggplant, literally these are some of Elon Musk's favorite emojis, that it helps with engagement. So when I saw that, I tried it. And on the third, it was today's the fourth, right? Yes. Yeah. So yesterday, um, I literally... Uh, put the tweet out and I wrote reading capital letters with probably 50, 30, 30 to 50 exclamation point. And as soon as I put it out there, it, it just, it just kept getting retweeted and retweeted and retweeted. So it was like, Oh wow. So it worked. Whatever the open source algorithm on Twitter. Is, We're going to do a real solid test tomorrow and see what happens. I'm going to try on my Twitter and really just blast out a bunch of tweets like that. And yeah, see, see, what see if it works. And I also heard that if you use buzzwords, like if you post a video, uh, not a retweet, but if you actually post a video on Twitter and you put in capital letters, uh, watch or breaking, uh, and then exclamation point that supposedly it opens up the algorithm and it, and it, it, it gives uh, it more exposure for engagement. I don't know. There's, I heard there's these little, uh, classes or, or online forums that you can go on to like really figure out how to use Twitter the right way. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm done with Facebook. I'm in Facebook jail again for 30 days. I've been telling as many people as possible. I'm getting DMs. Oh, you're doing shows, doing shows. I'm telling them, go to Rumble, go to Rumble. You're never going to see us on, on, on YouTube. Or if you, you know, if you want to chat with us, you got to go to Rumble. You know, get her the engagement sucks. And yep. there's no live streaming on Truth Social yet. Um, and obviously, you know, you're on, you got your foxhole and you clear cloud hubs and stuff, but it's always limited there. And if you just want to watch, not engage, uh, Patriot podcast network on Roku TV, we're always live there. It just really sucks because this is just ways of them just weighing down and the shadow banning and, 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 and trying to restrict every possible way. Uh, for us to be silenced. And for that, they can it, go fuck themselves. They can seriously get fucked, all of them. Um, 
it's it's crazy because you brought up Elon Musk and he actually tweeted this out uh, today and it was fucking hilarious. Oh, I saw that. In the Democratic Party at a time machine. Why do time travelers keep trying to kill me? I'm just a realtor. Donald oh Trump. Oh my God. 1980. <laughs> it's so great. Like literally all I do is like real estate development. It's fucking hysterical. Why are these time travelers trying to kill me? But the media is talking about this constantly and no one's really talking about the tiktok bill they're they're just grazing over it um how republican they're actually what they are talking about in most cases that republicans are backing it and there's actually some uh, the the mainstream media is doing that to spin it to say oh well if the republicans are backing it it should be good to just maybe like 100 100 that's that's all they're talking about it so the other thing that's going on and i want to close out uh pretty soon that's that's very and very important is the brick meeting and the fact that all of these major nations are abandoning the petrodollar for something else. Brazil and, and China now have a deal. China and Russia have a deal. Saudi Arabia is involved. Iran. Japan, Japan is doing something with the oil and going against the. Russia, with Russia on the oil. There is so many things going on on top of the fact that our banks are collapsing. Like, I know news is moving really fast, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I know there's so much going on, but it, it, it can't be forgotten that these things are still in play. Like, these things are still going on. Our financial system is in grave danger. And I say all the time it is a razor's edge. It could go either way because we, we want the Fed to collapse. Like, that would be the greatest thing ever, but so do they. They want to usher in their digital currency. They want to usher in their one world government and they need to do these things. Fuck them. Yeah, they get fucked. They can get fucked. And no, but no, but the thing no one's talking about is exactly this. Nobody is talking about uh, the, the financial implications of going off the petrodollar. Nobody's talking about uh, what, what that could do to our economy. If the U S dollar is no longer the, the world currency, um, it would, it would virtually kill it. Yeah. I mean, and I just don't know, I can't understand why average Americans are not really paying attention. So many of them that are just not paying attention because they don't care. It frustrates me because like, like it's like they just, if, if they're not thinking about it, it's not affecting them. Well, I, 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 I think there's multiple things that go into it, Alan. Um, you know, and, and usually, usually it's the same uh, class of people, the middle class who are who are well off, the upper middle class that are well off, uh, that are still have their job. They're still doing well as far as financially. They're driving a nice Mercedes. They have a decent sized house uh, and they're living they're living pretty well. And, you know, they, they're, they're pissed. They're, they're frustrated that they're paying more at the pump. They're frustrated that they're paying more. Uh, at, at the grocery store and, and for bills and things like that, but it's not killing them. They're like, ah, oh, it is what it is. It's just part of uh, part of the life cycle in the United States government. And on top of that, to keep that upper middle class lifestyle, they're working 40, 50, 60, sometimes upwards of 80 hours a week to yeah. keep their middle class lifestyle. So again, they come home from work after working a uh, eight, nine, 10, 12 hour day 
and they're exhausted. Who wants to sit down and start researching on the internet and reading the 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 TikTok restrict bill or, or looking into brick and what 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 the implications of going off the U.S. petrodollar to a, a, a different currency is? Like no one wants to do that. They want to sit down and they don't watch sports ball or they want to watch the Kardashians and they want to have a glass of wine and they want to kick back on their nice couch that they paid for in their nice house with their 80 inch screen TV and fuck off for a couple hours before they have to go to bed. Like mo- that's how most people live. That's literally the reality for, 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 for a lot of people. So for them, like, like it's a burden for them to talk about politics. They're like, I, I don't, I don't want anything to do with this. Like I don't, it hurts my it. brain, it hurts my brain. I get, I know people like that. It happens all the time where, cause I go anywhere, Alan. I can't not talk about this stuff. I can't not talk about it. And I start bringing it up. And there's always one person in the group that's like, can we just stop talking about politics? I'm done. I don't want to hear this anymore. And I'm like, nah, sorry. You can leave. Yeah, I, I get it. It it it's frustrating to a lot of people. It's brain, it's it's mind taxing on a lot of people. And they there are so many other things that they're trying to to figure out. Yeah for their daily problems or weekly problems with work and paying their bills and their mortgage and, and, and maintaining the lifestyle that they have or working hard for a better lifestyle and always feel like they're falling behind and always feel like they're hitting dead ends. Cause it's never enough because inflation and all the other bullshit that goes on that they should be paying attention to because the more they pay attention and you don't have to be dialed into politics or what's going on around the world. Like people that, that like us that, that, that do shows and, other things but you know again that's where decentralized media is very important meaning podcasts and 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 independent news outlets and people like us Uh, like it's important because we are the people that are taking the time to talk about it and doing the research and looking into things and asking the question so we can bring it to people that just have to sit there and listen to us (laughs) while they're taking a shit or, or, or cleaning the house or, 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 or maybe you work in, I tell you what, there's a lot of people that listen to us in the middle of the night, you know, especially on audio when they're at work and you mm-hmm. can tell from the audio downloads of our shows, like that. That's why people like us have to keep talking about this and we have to bring it to them because the mainstream is not going to sit here and talk about how bad the restrict act is. And when then and then you'll have you'll have places, all right, say like Newsmax or OAN or other places or Fox sometimes. Yeah, taken off of major, that, major yeah. TV providers. Right. That 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 yeah, Newsmax is actually back on direct TV, which is good. They they got a lot of pressure. But yeah, uh, but even when they talk about it, they're only doing it in, in boom, five-minute segments. They're having somebody on, they talk about, oh, how bad is the Restrict Act? And then boom, it's done. It's done. And then you're on to the next story. And even still, it's fast-moving because they're doing so many different segments. But like when you have the longer platform show, the longer uh, uh, format shows that are actually maybe getting in-depth with with things like this and how bad it is. Yeah, ban TikTok. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with banning TikTok. But if that's what they wanted to do in just that, all right. Okay, I guess another, you know, one of the other, you mentioned it earlier about businesses. I know so many small businesses that do unbelievably well by reaching the TikTok base. One more other thing on that. Don't let them fool you, even though it is true, but there's more to it is if we get rid of TikTok, 
all these Democrat candidates can't reach their progressive base that live on TikTok and make TikToks of themselves talking about cutting their dicks off who are going to vote for them. Okay, that's a pro for us to ban TikTok. But the negative is to is, is affecting all of those small businesses that do so, so much business because of the marketing and the people that they reach from TikTok. How about how about how about the federal government keeps out of our decisions? Well, how yeah, about, that would be that would be the best thing. Because I'm not for banning TikTok. I'm not. I'm not at all. Like I I I don't like TikTok. I, I, I don't act a little bit for saying that that we should not ban TikTok. Uh, tick TikTok. No, we should keep TikTok. So some of you motherfuckers have bad breath. But TikTok and like. Oh, how, how can you say that? It's the CCP. They're spying on us. Oh, then don't you? Bingo. That's the thing. We're we're all adults, and we can make decisions. We have the freedom of choice. Give you fun off it. And that's God given, not by the government. And the more power that we give the government to decide what we're able to consume, the more that they're going to take from us. They're going to themselves. You fucking retards. I'm they're going to take. And take and take and take, and they're never going to give it back. They're never going to relent. Once once no. they give it up, they're never like look at look at our our income tax. That was only supposed to be a wartime tax for the top one percent. Oh, wartime tax, sure. Almost over 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 120 years later, we're still getting taxed, but at a way higher clip, and it's definitely not the top one percent. And now they're they're trying to use the same narrative. Like I would love to go back to 1913 and and hear their pitch to the American public about taxing their income. Oh yeah, it's only going to be for the top one percent. And it's you know what I'm saying. Like it's literally the same exact talking points that they're using right now that we need to tax the rich. We need to use the top one percent. Right. It's always that way. And it's just like this. It's just, oh, let's ban TikTok. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, just ban TikTok. And then all of a sudden, everything is fucked. We're yeah. getting arrested. And all of a sudden, we can't even say shit about shit because they blocked us and censored us from everything. There's a great, there's a great, uh, recently I saw uh, a great quote about taxes. You know, the government, it's like, give me a third of your income or I'll cage you at gunpoint. Now, now, Imagine the mental gymnastics needed to believe that is not theft. Think about it. It hurts my brain to think. The government that wants to take away our guns would literally cage us at gunpoint for not giving up a third of our income Mm -hmm. and then give us all of the mental gymnastics to Mm -hmm. make us believe that we're not being stolen from. It's for the greater good. For the greater good. We could send it to you so we could send it to Ukraine. And that's total like for the Ukraine. Like that's a whole nother conversation, what's going on over in Ukraine and how all these other nations are are getting pissed off at Zelensky. We can go on and on about that as well. But Zelensky is a brave world leader. Stunning and brave. Stunning and brave. At one time he was stunning. He was stunning and brave when he was playing the piano with his dick. Then he was stunning and brave, dressing up. What do you mean? That was fucking hot, Alan. You probably beat your meat to to that on a regular basis when that came out. I might have a few times. Just just a couple. Just a couple. Uh, But we'll be back on Friday. We got Sal Greco joining us. It's going to be a great show. We're going to dive into a lot of this Donnie coverage. uh, What's going on in the NYPD? 
Uh, I didn't even get to show it. I, I, I got a couple of those George Santos clips I wanted to show. He was fucking. Oh, we can do that. So, so George Santos, I was texting with him earlier. George Santos is a good friend of mine. I'm on Team Santos. I will support him again in 2024. I don't give a fuck he lied where he went to school. Fuck the rest of the New York congressional delegation, some of which I'm actually friends with and burnt my bridges with and told them I would not give them another dime or support them as a small business. They can all get fucked. George Santos is my guy. He's an operations manager. Uh, director Vish Burr is a good friend of mine, and he, you know, he sh- he was the only one to show up in Lower Manhattan today. He supported Trump in sixteen. He supported Trump in twenty. He endorsed Trump, and he came out today again. And unfortunately, he couldn't stay long because the media mobbed him so fucking bad, so bad. you want to talk about Joe Biden's legal issues really and then here's a literally just bombarded are you finally bringing legitimate boy look at all the cameras and media around him he can't even move they're surrounded it's like a pack of hyenas I'm trying to play a game of I Spy Alan Jacoby at the same time. Are you bringing legitimacy to this process? <laughs> no, you're not going to find me there. Are you right, no. Talk to me about your logic. I just thought, have like, you got any reporter here to this? I showed up. As first Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. And he's got a lot of balls, dude. I especially oh, he's, he's based as fuck. He really he doesn't care. He does not care. I know he doesn't care. And 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 I, I love a lot of his talking points and, and he doesn't give a fuck and he shows it. But you know, to be in a crowd like that, uh, as polarizing of a political figure that he is, which we've seen attacks on our congressmen and our senators before, mm-hmm. um, in a crowd like that, like he couldn't move. Like he 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 no. he they he had to get him out of there. Yeah, he couldn't. He could have been in some serious danger if there was some rogue lunatic, which we have seen before. Steve Scalise, Rand Paul, um, Rand Paul twice. Yeah. Um, we've seen it before. Uh, and, and as p- polarizing as he is, like he is, he is one of the most attacked uh, c- uh, congressmen in the right. country. He's like right up there with and- uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene as far as attacked. And Lauren Boebert, uh, because of the things that he said and uh, the fibs that he said. <laughs> but uh, 
at the same time, um, I got to give him credit. He's showing up. He's showing support. And he's not cowering away like many other former Donald Trump supporters have been doing. There's so many people that have been showing their true colors. Like, yeah, you know, he's indicted. Like, why are we going to back him? We've talked about it at nauseum a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, those now all the DeSanta bros, you know, playing playing their games, and they were they were in full throttle today on Twitter. The whole the whole DeSantis, oh, yeah. uh, influencer me uh, industrial complex. We're all getting paid by the DeSantis camp. Yep. And uh, you have Joy Behar on The View today. The twice impeached former president is facing criminal charges. It's a celebration of the law of the and law. how it applies to all of well, us. Well, I don't know about that. Bill Clinton is a rapist and he's walking free. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, true words have not been spoken. This is what's going on in our country, and uh, this is where we're at. So we'll be back on Friday with Sal Greco, maybe a special guest appearance from somebody. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Have, I'm, I'm trying to get Roger Stone to stop in for a little bit and talk to us with, with Sal Greco. They're good friends and give us some insight. So we'll see. I'm working on it. We'll see if we can make that happen. But if not, Sal Greco is definitely joining us. That's going to be a great show. He's got tons of insight, and uh, he he's uh, a true patriot and very excited to have him on. We're talking about, I'm sure, tons of information is going to be dropping from now until Friday, probably six news cycles uh, by then. And uh, we'll be back. So shout-out to our sponsors, My Page Cigars, Kush Creams, and Sirius CBD. Uh, it was good to be back gangbanging on the government with my good friend, the right-wing cigar king, Alan Jacoby. We'll be back on Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Where we go one, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance 
to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.